everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Welcome to a Zbooks First. Today I have with me Anuit Drachenstein, a kendo meister and romance and erotica novelist of the book called Alien Invasion, Romancing the Rebel. Hello, Anurit. How are you doing? Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm fine. I've got my Guinness in my hand, and uh, so I won't get hoarse. <laughs> yeah. And you're in Yorkshire? I'm in Yorkshire, yes, indeed. Very good. In the uh, world. Yeah. County in the world. The, the what county? Best county. Ah, yeah. People could say it's God's own country. Oh, I like that. I like God's money, too. Do you know what God's money is? No, I've got no idea. God's money is gold and silver and soon to be Bitcoin. <laughs> I think it is already Bitcoin. Yeah, well... We don't know yet, do we? I, I hope so. Maybe we shall see. Huh? I'm a time will tell. Exactly, exactly. It's maybe it's too early to tell. I'm a Bitcoin fan, but I want to talk about your book and not my silly bitcoins. <laughs> so, so you're a kendo meister. Can you do you shoot your bow and arrow when you're on your horses? Uh, I am not at the moment because my horse that I've currently got is on a just going on five years old. Ah. So he's only just been backed. Hmm. I've done groundwork with him, shooting arrows from next to him so he gets used to the sound mm -hmm. of, you know, the arrow release and the string snapping. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he's fine with that. We've obviously not done that from horseback. My old mare, yes, I could do that with her, but she is now retired. Oh, okay. I, you know, there are some amazing videos of these guys in the medieval festivals and these Viking dudes and the, um, who are they? The, the Mongols and the Tartars? They're yeah. shooting, they're shooting little, little, I don't know, 50 centimeter discs on horseback. The Japanese as well with the Yumi ball. Crazy. Can you do that? Uh, not when the target is that small, no. <laughs> Yeah, that I, I tried archery uh, several times. My brother is into it. It's really fun. I, I really like that. Maybe I'll get back into that again. Sure. Yeah, definitively. Well, what? Especially when, especially when you're in our group, we don't take anything serious whatsoever. <laughs> we actually shoot in the park. Are you in so one of those, those medieval fighting clubs? No. Uh, what are they called? The Society for Creative Anachronism, huh? Something like that, possibly, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you have two horses. I've got two, yes, Comanche and Griffin. Cool. Technically speaking, Griffin belongs to my daughter. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to watch out. You got to watch out, you know? <laughs> yeah, cool. Right on. So, so tell us about your book. Well, it basically started as a role play because both Jason, my co-author, and myself, we suffer from anxiety and depression. So we met online, started it as a role play. Hmm. And then at some point, we just thought, well, if that were on TV, we'd watch it. Hmm. So I took it upon myself to actually put it into a book, to rewrite it as a book. That's cool. And, um, so that's actually our second book that's out. Was it the but, kind of, I'm sorry, go ahead. Basically, the first one was a short Cold War novel. Ah, okay. Secrets of Madras of Ireland. Uh, but this one is going to be a two-parter. The second one is Honor and Treason. And it's basically, imagine the Empire come to Earth. Mm -hmm. And you've got one rebel that has crash-landed on Earth. He's got something that the Empire desperately wants and which they absolutely need if they want to take over the whole universe. So they bring basically all the war to Earth. Julie, the heroine, technically speaking, she, because Earth gets attacked and she falls in love with Kilo, the hero, she ends up actually going into the war with him, into the universe, into his star system. And uh, you must imagine, basically, like Star Wars, that book, mm -hmm. and I've not got lightsabers, but uh, advanced technology. Mm -hmm. And there's Julie with a katana, with a sword, hmm. slaying everybody. Cool. And actually relishing it as well. Sounds like Kill Bill. <laughs> Oddly enough, I've never watched Kill Bill. Oh, well, yeah. It's not like Star Wars. It's more like Monty Python meets Bruce Lee, you know? I'll have to watch it then. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, but at the same time, it's a romance. So, is, yes. so I don't know if you want to give away any spoilers or or maybe it's too erotic. But uh, no, 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 I mean, <laughs> Julie is actually erotica model. Uh -huh. So she models for men's uh, magazines, if you want to put it that way. But mm -hmm. she's actually also a duchess. She doesn't want to be. It's kind of been forced onto her because her whole family died. Mm -hmm. The person that was meant to take over is dead. Mm -hmm. So her, she's got two personalities, if you want to put it that way. One that the people outside see being quite aloof. So people don't come up to her and talk to her because she suffers from anxiety. And she's had problems with stalkers. And the other one is how she really is, the wild side, hmm. which becomes apparent in chapter one, if you want to already, <laughs> when they actually get attacked in the middle of the night in her mansion. Uh -huh. And uh, she uses her katana to kill if you can kill robots 
<laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, tell us about the, um, what is it? The supporting character, Kalo. Did your partner write him? How did you write the book? Back and forth? Or did you just write the whole? Well, the first book was written completely as a role play. Yeah. We did the whole thing. It actually ends on a, a cliffhanger. Oh, okay. But we are 70,000 words into Honor and Treason. Hmm. We'll have about 100,000 words when we finish. And so you send the manuscript or the email to him, and then he puts his part? Well, Instagram we use mainly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And then one of you takes it and puts it all together in, in a book format. Well, that would be me. Interesting. Interesting. And what are you using for that? For the uh, formatting? Well, I've got a formatter, basically. Oh, okay. Okay. I copy, I put uh. it into Word. Look for, you know, uh, spelling mistakes, grammar, mm. stuff. I can do it. Yeah. Having grown up in Germany, sometimes my sentence structure is back to front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How long did you speak German? You still speak German? Very rarely. When did you, but when, how many years were in Germany? Uh, uh, were you in Germany and, and when did you leave? 22 years. My oh. parents in 71 and I moved back here in 93. Were you raised bilingually? Yes, I was. Oh, so you which, got... Which wasn't good when I entered, uh, or when I went to German schools. Because oh, okay. again, grammatically and in writing, I was mixing up both languages. Hmm. So yeah. said not to speak English that much at home. Hmm. Hmm. That's always a question, right? Our one son, he's we're he's he speaks three languages already, and uh, but we live in Germany, and German is his weakest language. So it's one of the most difficult languages as well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just using the easiest ones. We have friends that um, their child only speaks German, and they speak okay. Polish and 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 uh, Hindi to him, but he he speaks German. So I I don't know. Every kid's different, so anyway, no, you. My daughter only speaks a few words, Jim. Okay. So, perhaps English. But you I got a good English. douse of German, then you can you can speak German fluently. I can indeed, yes. And have you noticed that? Um, so the same thing happened to me when I changed countries uh, or moved. Uh, the the lang the both languages degenerated to the norm in the middle, right? Yes, as long as you don't start. As my brother-in-law used to put it when he came across to England, he was German. He <laughs> says the problem is when you hear the language that much, you start dreaming in English, but with German subtitles. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Yeah, yeah. And so then when I go back to California, I start speaking German to everybody. And it's my native language. And what what the heck? I, I you know, I'm the German gets in the English, and my English gets in the German. Just ruins everything. <laughs> it doesn't. The nice thing is, what I always found with my family, mm -hmm. if you want to talk about something secretly, <laughs> you just use both languages in one sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It works. If yeah. You can't speak both languages. They will not know what the heck you're on about. Dinglish. So we're Dinglish Meister. 
Oh, yeah, yes. Cool. All right. Well, that might come out in, in the next questions. I've got a bunch of questions for you. Fire away. We've got so, time. so who are the three Bengals? That would be Twister, Desert, and Thunder. Your cat? Are they cats? Yes. Ah, okay. I thought so. I thought. And who are the tigers? What? Were you expecting Bengal tigers? I was wishing for the. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got two horses, so you can handle some big animals, you know. Oh, you can indeed. Yes. And who are the three rescues? That is Blizzard, Hurricane, and Tsunami. Cool dogs. No cats. Oh, also cats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thunder Blizzard. Thunder would kill any dog entering this house. <laughs> dogs down the road, if they show any fear, hmm. he places so, dogs. So she's the dog of the house. Well, he is. We've got two uh -oh, girls sorry. and three boys. Sorry, three boys and three girls. I lost one last year, so we have hmm. four boys and three girls. Well, that's no fun. Okay. Yeah, but it's old age. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, back to your book. <laughs> okay, so this is tough because you've got a co-author. And yes. so you do any kind of outlining or like... We do, but I mean, we've obviously got an idea where the book is heading, where the story is heading. But either of us can always throw a, a wrench into the works, you know? Mm. Just to spice it up a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of is at times when you get um, things in the book, it will, will be genuine surprise on what the other one has said and put in. Hmm. Cool. So, I mean, the same with the next one, Honor and Trees, and we've got a rough idea which way we are going, but either of us can always throw something else in it just to make it more interesting to make it more natural in the response yeah that's fun huh it is indeed yes yeah. i started the book but you know i haven't i haven't finished it yet and uh so do you have um do you follow the three act structure or some other kind of template no no absolutely not it's okay. just how we feel at the time and what we write right i found oddly enough the reviews that I've gotten in Britain are all five-star. Hmm. The reviews I've gotten in the US, hmm. either get five-star or one-star, there's nothing in between. Hmm. <sighs> I found um, Amazon is usually nicer than Goodreads. The Goodreads are yeah. cutthroats, you know, <laughs> they're killer. The, you, get the, you get the, what do you call it? You get the honest reviews in Goodreads, that's for darn sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I don't mind as long as it's... I mean, I want to learn. Yeah, we yeah. We don't have to learn. Yeah. And, uh, but if it's constructive criticism, mm. and not when it's nasty, as one yeah. of the reasons is on the American Amazon site. Yeah, it's, it's a problem, isn't it? What really bothers me is that Amazon lets non-buyers review any product in Amazon. It's, I don't know why they do that, you know. I got a, a nasty review once. But it was a verified purchaser reader, and uh, they obviously didn't read the book, or they were drunk because, um, you know, I write kids' books, and the yes. book was about airplanes, 
And she said that there were no airplanes in the book. It's like, <laughs> it's obviously wrong. And remember, do you remember about two years ago, you could answer reviews and you could actually um, go and click on the review and ask Amazon to remove it. At least in amazon.com you could. I've had at least 10 reviews removed, but they've I removed the Reported it, but yeah. obviously Amazon won't do anything. Yeah, they removed all those functions, unfortunately. All you can do now is flag it. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's very frustrating because anybody can review anything, even if they didn't buy it. And, and you know, uh, this person was obviously drunk. She even said, um, laugh out loud, LOL, you know, yes. and, uh, and Amazon won't remove the review. And uh, it's bad for them, too. It's less, it's less sales for them. Exactly. I, I don't know what their problem is. I never liked that policy. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that's it. It's tough. That's why you got to get, you know, 10, 20 of your fans on board to get some buffer reviews in there. Exactly. You know. So, well, how do you get reviews? Are you, you, are you getting a street team or beta readers? Uh, I'm just basically starting with the beta readers. Mm hmm. I've just started using a platform called uh, Voracious Readers, I believe it's called. I was just going to say that. That's a really good. Uh, I've. I'm only using them now. I've tried mm -hmm. many, many of them, and it, it Voracious Readers is so good. You can just put it on autopilot, and really great. They just sent me another a, a good review of one of my books. And it's a wow, crazy man. It, it, yeah, I love voracious readers. So, did you talk to Larry Fronsek? Um, well, I have emailed backwards and forwards because originally I went for getting the 20 readers for free. Hmm. And that wouldn't have come in place until I believe the 20th of May. Hmm. But hmm. I'm an impatient kind of person. Yeah. So you I know, said, I wanted to do it now. And. <laughs> We've got, yeah. a few, we've got one review. Hmm. I mean, we had a problem with the book. The, um, it wasn't spelling mistakes. It was grammatical mistakes. Hmm. I had problems with the editor. So I've just put it with another editor, and it's actually just been relaunched, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, you can relaunch a book. Well, exactly. Hmm. Okay. Minus the mistakes. Yeah, yeah I hope so. <laughs> well, and once you get on the voracious readers, I think you'll be happy about that. Uh, I, I am. I only use them from now on. There's no point to even bother with the others as far as I'm concerned. But um, I mean, they are really good. As I yeah. said, it got flagged up by one of the readers that opted in for my book. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, look, you've got them and their mistakes. And I said, well, thanks for letting me know. I'll get on to the editor and I'll get it sorted and I'll send you the uh, PDF file again once it's been sorted and it was all fine. Yeah, yeah. If people come up like that and say, well, look, we've seen that mistake. Hmm. Uh, I've got no issues, but to really take the piss <laughs> and um, degrade the writer yeah but you know you're always gonna get these trolls so uh, just gotta get used to it or get your army of reviewers out there just to roll them over you know yeah, well, <laughs> there slowly but surely 
I mean, like I said, I can't believe it. This one person was so drunk that she said there's no aircraft in the book about aircraft. I mean, she's it's such an obvious lie. And Amazon, I mean, Amazon deleted 10 reviews for me about 10 or yeah. e even more, but they won't delete that one. It's it's an obvious lie. They're, they're, ah, I feel your frustration. So anyways, so, okay. Then are you using any kind of Facebook ads or BookBub ads, Amazon uh, ads? Instagram, usually. Instagram and Twitter. Oh. Tell me how that works. Uh, well, I've actually got a lot of co- well, not co-authors. Um, authors that I've befriended on Instagram. And we mm -hmm. kind of help each other out. Not that we review each other's books. Mm -hmm. We kind of piggyback off each other, if you want to put it that way as well. But it's not paid advertising. No, no, no. It's just uh -huh. ordinary Instagram posts. Ah, but but see, I always had a problem with Instagram. You can't repost. What do you do? No, you can't. How do you do it? Well, how I do it is I've just basically got it on my tablet or on my phone, and I'll just repost it again that way. Your friend's book. Well, not my friend's book, my book. Yeah, yeah. But their book, basically, they just have to shoot me the same thing again. I heard that tags like in, are very important, like in Twitter. Oh, yes. Yes, very much so. But the tags in Instagram are better than they are in Twitter. Oh, really? Yes. Aha. Uh -huh. So what are you liking more, Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. And so what Twitter do you do? You just uses, but uh, mm -hmm. Instagram is just better. But uh, so what is working for you? A, a picture of your book or an excerpt or what are you doing? Video? Uh, it's basically the book put together with a background picture hmm. of a couple making out, if you want to put it that way. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Maybe you can uh, send me a link or something. I'd like to see some examples because I have often on relationship with Instagram, you know, sometimes I like it, but I just don't, I don't know, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Instagram is working for you, huh? It is. Yes. And, and, and are you getting like measurable results like sales? Well, some of them, uh -huh. when, you know, I got 82 downloads in the two days that the book was free. Hmm. So that wasn't bad. Unfortunately, I haven't got any reviews yet back from that, barring two, <laughs> which is annoying. It's frustrating. Yeah, of course. What about your email list? Just building it as well. <laughs> voracious readers. Oh, I love them. Did I tell you I love them? I think I already told you. They're such players. You know what's really cool is that um, if they don't get, what was it, 20? If they don't get you more than 20 per month, then the rate goes down, you know, to like. It's basically $20 a month. Yeah. Or 50 cents. Yeah. Per person that subscribes to the email list. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anything below the $20, let's say if you only get 10, mm -hmm. then you only pay $5 mm -hmm. instead of 20. Yeah. But lovely. You still only pay the 20. So, so $20 is just the max. Yeah. Are you onboarding your readers with an email sequence? Yes, I am, yes. And uh, oh, we're getting all techie here, aren't we? Which uh, email <laughs> email software do you use? Uh, MailerLite. 
Uh, me too. And and Scentfox. Uh, uh, Scentfox is new, but the uh, Mailer Light is pretty good. I like them. Good. Awesome. Well, have you thought of BookBub ads? Um, I have. I mean, I originally looked at Amazon ads as well, but with it being erotica. Oh, they won't I let mean, you. Exactly. Hmm. Does BookBub allow erotica? I haven't got a clue. I've not tried yet. Because um, BookBub is really, really good. I, I, I'm, except for kids' books. That's the only reason I'm not using them right now. They're really, really mediocre for kids' books. But for nonfiction and science fiction and romance, I don't know about erotical. You'll have to check. I'm pretty sure they allow it. And then there's this really good book by David Galgren. Uh, just look up David Galgren BookBub ads and uh, do that book and you will be really good at BookBub ads. It's it's really awesome. Yeah. Like Have you heard of David Galgren? I haven't, no. He's in your neck of the woods. He's somewhere in, in the UK. I think no, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. Don't be nice. Be nice now. I am. I am. Okay. Great Britain, well, Northern Ireland does. Yeah, yeah. Technical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it, it really doesn't matter uh, because uh, his book is awesome, and BookBub ads are like they're like a secret weapon when you get good at them. And so okay. I, I super recommend them. So, okay. So where is your uh, where is your co-author? He's in Michigan. At the moment. Michigan. And are you guys in some kind of role-playing group or Ferrine or something? Uh, well, we actually we use the user app called Amino. Hmm. Okay. I don't know about it. Well, no, I'm just saying within that you've got uh, different communities role-playing. You know, what really basically everything in there about horses, different communities. Hmm. And that's how we actually met hmm. about... 16 months ago. Cool. And amino, is that like amino acid? It's spelled like amino acid, yes. Okay, okay, cool. And um, so, and he's in the army or something? He is, yes. He's in the U.S. Army. Cool, cool. He's going to be deployed on the 30th of April. Right on. To go uh, into self-isolation for four weeks. What Two kind weeks before Two weeks because of Corona. Ah, yeah, yeah, even, yeah. Even though he's had both injections, hmm. you have to hmm. have two weeks in Texas before he leaves, hmm. and then two weeks where he goes to be deployed. Hmm. Lovely, lovely. Oh, well. Four weeks to write. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. You can use it. Excellent. Exactly. Excellent, yeah. So let's see. So, yeah, the romance genre and the erotica genre is super competitive. So how do you compete? Uh, barely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough, I know. But we are doing better than in the category we were in beforehand. Before that, it was sci-fi, military, and action-adventure. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Um, there, where absolutely nothing was moving in there at all. Mm. 
And then somebody, a fellow author, actually mentioned, she said, well, with all the romance within it, you should really have a cover that shows, you know, a romantic couple. And I said, well, because originally, um, I mean, you've seen the cover of Rebels Revolution, Dawn of the Rebel. That was the original mm-hmm. cover and title of the book mm-hmm. of Alien Invasion Romancing the Rebel. Okay. So I just basically used KDB Spy mm-hmm. to have, you know, which are the titles or the, of the words within the titles that people use, the top four to use. Mm-hmm. And Alien was the highest ranking one. Romance mm-hmm. was the second ranking one. Which was the the highest ranking? Alien. Aliens. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Katie Spy, yeah. 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 Interesting. So you used Katie Spy. What it was made for to, to help you make the title? I used your version. I'm not going to pay for it. Oh, you used my version. Yes. The poor man's Katie Spy. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. And and then so did it help? Did it work? It did. Yes. As I said, we've sold more now, and there are just more people interested because. Sex basically sells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so happy that my free tools helped you. That's awesome. That's what I made them for. Um, awesome. Yeah, because you know the free tools are never as good as the paid tools. You know, so it, it helps. Excellent, excellent. I'm glad. That makes me very happy. That's really cool. And uh, okay, so you renamed the book. And you're getting a little more movement now. So, uh, and you're, and you're, uh, yeah, you're getting an email list with voracious readers. Excellent. So, um, how are your, how is your email list doing? Are they all opening and, and uh, are you uh, engaging with your audience? Are you? I am, yes. I mean, it, I basically told them that if they've got any problems or any mm-hmm. queries, just to email. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm open to, you know, Mm-hmm. Anything they want to tell me, if they suggest something else, or mm-hmm. whichever mm-hmm. way, you know. Right now, it's still fairly small, so it's going to be easy to do that. Yeah. Are you making okay. any videos? I did start with YouTube, mm-hmm. but uh, I've not carried on yet. I haven't yeah, had yeah. the time. Yeah, YouTube is is amazing. I'm I'm focusing on that again. Uh, because on YouTube you get the SEO juice, you know the this, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. a, a Facebook page is much easier to build up than a YouTube channel, though. So, as usual, I'm going back and forth between the two. But um, I know uh, face uh, not face, but video works really, really, really well, especially live video. And then your people will start popping in on you and stuff, and you, you can really engage with your audience that way. I always recommend live videos and Instagram live videos work really well. Have you tried that yet? No. Oh, since you like Instagram, I really think you, you really, you should do that this weekend. You'll be surprised because, uh, whenever you do live, they shoot it out to 100% of your followers. So they will Mm -hmm. see it. They'll get the red light or the red badge and they will see your live video. And that doesn't mean with me to the horses then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, yeah, if you have a good connection and you can go out somewhere with Mm -hmm. it, that works really well. And um, that I don't know how long this is going to last. How long you get one hundred percent? 
what do you call it? Penetration when you use a live video. <laughs> yeah. And because, you know, for a long time they were competing with YouTube. So YouTube, uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram were really helping the people with live videos and, mm -hmm. and, uh, really works really really works so i challenge you to do a live video this weekend okay challenge accepted yeah and um what's your name and instagram same as it is everywhere else and you're drachenstein i don't know if i'm following you yet but i will in immediately because i want to see your live video and see that's <laughs> the cool thing i will once you go live i will see it well okay. i mean if I have my phone open, of course, I have to be online also. So, okay. The other forces because um, Kaz, who owns the place, she's got a Shire Cross Clyde there. Oh. He stands 20 hands high. Wow. So that is the equivalent of standing next to somebody at six foot six. And we're not talking head height, we're talking back height. Wow. How? What color is he? He's a bay. Okay. It's not blue like your hair. No, not blue like my hair, blue and purple. You know, I dyed my mom's dog blue once like your hair. I'm sure you could do that to a horse too. I'm sure I could, but uh, I don't <laughs> think it's done me. You know, Griffin, whose actual full name is Harry Potter's Gryffindor. Ah, yeah, cool, cool. That's the name of the horse. Well, yes, Griffin's no, full name is Harry Potter's Gryffindor. Hmm. It came about because he was born in 2017, hmm. which was the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter. 20th already? Yeah. Uh, my daughter wanted to call him Griffin anyway. Hmm. But where we were at the time, his mother and him had to go through a door to get to the field. So that's hmm. why it was Gryffindor. Ah, perfect. <laughs> Door. Yeah, like like really door. <laughs> so we decided Harry Potter's Gryffindor. Awesome. Spelled like Gryffindor in Harry Potter, obviously. And do you live on the land or where you can ride? I have to. Well, I have to travel twenty miles. Oh, that's not too bad, I guess. No, but I don't have to go every day. Luckily enough, mm. because cars really looks well after them. From so, Monty at the moment, mine. Is lame. Hmm. I went up yesterday. I couldn't go today, obviously, because my son was at home. And uh, she's got everything there that we needed the hoof plate because he's either got an abscess or a thrush. Hmm. So it's not what is the thrush is basically when there's a little hole and muck gets in into the frog. That's like the triangular part. If you look at hmm. underneath the foot of the horse, it's a hoof. But like, uh, a triangular part, which is called the frog. Uh huh. And um, it's soft tissue, if you want to put it that way. Mm hmm. It's a shock absorber. So you gotta, uh, it, you gotta um, treat it. We are treating it. Yes, he's got a dressing on with hoof clay. Hmm. Then he's got vet wrap around it. Then we put a nappy, as the Americans call it, a diaper around it, <laughs> and then a gorilla tape. It just keeps it really nice and hot and draws it all out. Hmm. Well, I hope it gets well. So do I. I don't yeah. like cleaning poorly. <laughs> yeah, no. no. And that's Gryffindor. That's Comanche. That's mine. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So 
So, well, you told me you didn't really have a favorite author, do you? I don't know. What about a favorite book? No, not even a favorite book. I hmm. just read one book once and that's about it. Mm-hmm. You, you, okay, what's the last book you read? can't remember the name, but it was the number one bestseller at the time of the erotica author, the number one book hmm. in my genre. Well, it must not have been good. <laughs> it was good. It's just been a while and, you know, <laughs> it just happened since. I don't read every day. Yeah, you're too busy writing. Writing, editing, looking after my kids, my cats, my horses. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Where do you get time to write? Well, I make time. I mean, I take my son to daycare every day. As mm. you know, he's disabled. Mm -hmm. um, so I drop him off at 9 o'clock. Mm -hmm. I travel 35 minutes to get to my horses, stay there a couple of hours, mm. um, come back, and then I've got about another two hours before I have to go and pick him up mm. to write. Mm. Yeah, it's some hardcore time management there. It is, yes, but uh, I still find time afterwards as well. Because it's not downstairs the whole time. He's got his own TV upstairs. So, <laughs> Do you have time for more questions, the blitz round? We can try. Okay, I'm just going to shoot some questions at you. And you got to answer as fast as possible. I will try. Okay. If you could eat dinner with anyone, past, present, or future, who would it be? Oh, fuck. Sorry, my language. <laughs> Don't worry. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right on. Eighteen, Dirty Dancing came out. Yep. And I think I watched that film about five or six times. For sure, yeah. And then that girl got her nose operated and she never got a movie role again. Ah, I didn't realize that one. Yeah, she got... I'm not interested in girls. Yeah, I know, I know. But, of course, I know she got one more movie after that and then she faded into oblivion, poor girl, anyways. She, she should have she kept the nose, you know? True. <laughs> okay, next one. What's in your pockets right now? Nothing. Nothing? Don't you have any pockets? I've got pockets, but there's nothing in there. Air. Ah, living freely. I like it. Do you have a morning routine? Yes, I get up at 6 o'clock, look at Instagram, look at Facebook, read maybe for half an hour, if I get time. And then I have to get my son ready for... Ah, uh, that we can set up at 20 past 8. Because mm. at the moment, we've got that much traffic, especially because lockdown has just been eased. Ah. Monday, it took me 80 minutes to drive eight miles. Oh, that's terrible. That's everybody, worse than... Everybody was allowed out, and then we've got that many roadworks. Wow. There have been so many intercity dual carriageways, one lane. That's worse than California. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've only ever been to California once, and that was just for one night in San Diego hmm. before flying out to Montana. Yeah, New York and California supposedly have the worst traffic in America, and uh, especially Los Angeles. It's terrible, terrible. They got 20 lanes, and they're all stuffed. You know, it's crazy. Okay, what's the... What? 
said you need 30 lanes. Yeah, yeah. They, and, and if we made them, they would be stuffed too, so. All right, next one. What's the one question you wish people would ask you? Where can I find your book? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Where books are sold, right? <laughs> okay. So what's on the horizon for you? What, any next projects? Uh, well, we're just finishing off Honor and Treason, which is the follow-on of Romancing the Rebel. It's going to be a lot darker. Okay. Romancing the Rebel, whereas Romancing the Rebel is really light and fluffy. Yes, it's got war and battles in there, but in a sense, it's quite comical at times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, one hand trees, and as the name already suggests, goes darker and a lot deeper into the story. Is it erotica? Mm -hmm. It will have some in, but it will not be as heavy based on erotica as Romancing the Rebel is. Okay, okay. Because of the treason bit in there, I don't want to really go into too much detail. That's fine, but that's the fine. Thing, the thing is, no we'll spoilers. Have, no, but well, whereas Romancing the Rebel only shows the side of the rebel, mm -hmm. in Honor and Treason, we'll actually have the Empire's viewpoint as well. Ah. Are you going to do it as role-playing again with your partner? We're doing it as a role-play. Cool. Cool. It seems to work. I, like I said, I've started your book, and um, I didn't notice it was a role-play. It looked, you know, I, I just started reading, and yeah, works. Go. Okay. Then, what? where can we reach you online? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you're at Drachenstein. Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, it was lovely talking to you. It's great talking to you as well. And when your next book comes out, give me a ring. I certainly will do. Let's okay. Treason. Yes, for sure. And you this. Finish romancing with the rebel by then. What? I'm sorry. I said you might have finished romancing the rebel by then. Yeah, probably. I'm a fast reader. I don't retain anything, but I can read fast. <laughs> I just have to say, romancing the rebel does finish on a cliffhanger, but mm -hmm. it has the prologue and the first chapter of Honor and Treason in with it already. Hmm. So okay. Even romancing the rebel finishes on a cliffhanger. Hmm. It doesn't quite finish on a cliffhanger because, you know, it tells you what happens next. That's fine. That's okay. And this weekend, you're going to go live. I will go live on Instagram. I don't know yet if Saturday or Sunday. Okay, cool. All right. Depends on the weather as well. What? Depends on the weather as well. Yeah. So if it's absolutely peeing it down. Yeah. Well, it is April. And in, in, you know what we say in Germany, der April macht was er will. Oh, yes, I do know that one. And what do they say in England? Nothing like that at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, it was great talking to you. All right, brilliant. Thank you very much, Eric, for having me. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week. 
so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upvote this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top. <laughs>